What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. What's going on, everyone? You're listening to Fit Check, the podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. Uh, I am your host, Griff McDonald, and I am joined by my co-host, Grace Patton, today. This week for the show, we have in-house stylist for Stoy Atelier, James Hill, who put on an absolute masterpiece of a show for us uh, and for everyone else who was there at the Femex house uh, this past Sunday for Stoy and Deco. James, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I feel like a star. <laughs> Glad to have you on. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like I'm like, I'm having an interview with like the big people. Like, I feel like I'm like one of the big girls, <laughs> yeah, the big, the big artist. But thank you for having me again. Thank you for having me on the show. We're not, we're not super big, but I mean, you're probably, you probably have more clout than us at this point. After yeah, that. that's what I was going to say. I was no. like, I feel like I'm talking stop. to a big person. <laughs> no, stop, please. Y'all are really fun people. Thank you for coming again. Uh, on this show, we like to start off uh, just going through the totality of everyone's outfits. So, mm. James, let's start with you. What are you wearing today? I'm wearing this white hoodie that I bleached like five times because it was dirty. Um, and it says strippy vibes on the front. There's a whole bunch of mushrooms. And I have on this olive green overcoat. And I have my Trinity necklaces on, silver necklaces. Um, I have these gold... These gold, I think you can hear them. These gold um, bracelets on. Um, they're actually my mother's that I stole from her. Um, then I have these this pearl um, bracelet on that I stole from her as well. And I have on these blacks, <laughs> these black slacks. <laughs> I love these black slacks because they go with everything. And some white Air Force ones. Nice. Is it is it is your overcoat like a flannel or is it more of like a longer? It's like longer. It's like wool, very a, th- a thick fabric, very thick. Where'd fabric. you get it? My attic. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes from my attic. It's a beautiful place up there. I promise you. And it's finally starting to uh, get colder to wear yes. that kind of yeah, stuff. It's nice. Grace, what are you wearing today? Um, I'm wearing this like blue flannel type of thing um i don't even really know just like a button down i got it um on a random instagram sponsored ad which is where i actually get a lot of my clothing and people warn me not to get it from there because a lot of the time it looks really sketchy and they have like two followers but i do it anyway (laughs) and it's always worked out for me so it's okay um and then just this like plain white tank top and then nude shorts i don't know the brand and then my nike uh air force ones pretty basic and then i have these random rings on that i've acquired over a long period of time from random places we love random rings (laughs) they're the best didn't you recently like dye your hair grace oh yes it's actually fading out um it was pink and i actually am going to redo it right after this podcast because i started it like two weeks ago i put like the temporary um colorista pink dye in my hair 
and I usually have a friend do it, but I did it by myself, and it actually turned out okay. So now I'm, like, addicted to it, and I can't stop doing it, and, uh, like, literally, it's, like, my favorite thing in the world for no reason. I don't know why. I just, like, love having pink hair, and I think I'm going to go fully that color. You should. I feel like you should. Do something different. Um, and to complete the fit check, I'll just go. I'm wearing just a Carhartt beanie because I need a haircut, and then just, again, just random rings that I got from... I got this, these two from just this random seller on Grailed, uh, and then this one I just found in my house, my middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just a Norman OU, Oklahoma University vintage t-shirt, a camo Wrangler Authentic double knee pants, and then just New Balance 990 V3s. These pants are like weirdly comfortable. I, when I ordered them, I thought they were going to be like super thick and like, and, uh, like itchy almost just because they're like they're hunting pants. But they're they feel like pajamas. See, I cannot I cannot order clothes offline to save my life. I just cannot. I can't. I, just, I don't know. It's just the feel of going to a store and feeling the fabric, trying on the clothes there. It has to fit perfectly on my shoe. It has to fit mm. perfectly on my thighs. And it just it just has to feel nice on me. I just I don't know. I can't order online. It's also, like, just easier to, like, visualize outfits in person, like, when you're shopping yes, in yes, person. Yes, 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 Like, this goes with that. That goes with this. This looks good. I have this in my closet. Let's put this together. Yeah, You know, exactly. it just looks, it looks, yeah. And I mean, I'm a stylist, so my brain is, like, full of, full of cool shit. I kind of feel like I'm crazy sometimes. When, when the, <laughs> the stuff that I put together, I kind of feel like I'm crazy. I'm like, why would, no one would do this. Why would I put this together? <laughs> Those are the best outfits, though. Okay. Yeah. Those are the best. Do you are you like constantly thinking of just new ideas for for styling and stuff like that? Weirdly, yes. Weirdly, yes. I would see. I get my inspiration. I know I didn't ask this question, but I'm going to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I get my inspiration from like random things. Like, and it's so crazy. That's why I feel like I'm crazy sometimes. Because I get my inspiration from random things. Like, I would look at a light fixture. Let's just say a light fixture. And I would look at the colors, I would look at the, the structure, I would look at how it would fan out, how it would come in, and I could visualize someone wearing that as a dress. Like, I I don't know, it's crazy. I am a crazy person, I'm insane, but that's just like, that's just how I get my inspiration. Those are the best people, and the most creative, so you have that going. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I thought I was creative, but I do not get inspiration from stuff like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's crazy. I feel insane. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how it came. I'll take it as a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> it's a superpower. Yeah, it's my superpower. Yeah. How did you like originally kind of jump into the whole styling scene? Because I know it, a lot of people want to do it, but it's really hard to get mm. into. Just because, especially here in South Carolina, there's not really a whole lot of opportunity. It isn't. It really isn't. I got into styling. Well, I got into fashion, first off, when I moved from this small town called Earhart. It's like three towns over from Orangeburg. I don't know if you know the county Orangeburg. Yeah. But, yeah, but I grew up in Earhart, very small town, I think population of 23. Um, <laughs> 23. <laughs> but yeah, but very small town. Um, and then I moved here to Columbia and I just got a spark of inspiration. Like the school that I went to, Westwood High School, um, I met a lot of really cool people there. Like I met a lot of really cool people there. A lot of a lot of 
a lot of different ideas, a lot of different stories, a lot of different experiences. And my favorite teacher there, Miss um, Henderson, I love her so much. She she got me into styling her plays for Black History Month, and I naturally had a a a more a more higher fashion than the rest of the people there, not to make them sound condescending, but <laughs> I had, I, I really, I just, I came to school in shit that no one would think of. Like I, I wore like cloth chokers. I wore oversized coats. I mean, baggier jeans when that wasn't even popular yet. I wore mm. chains down to my knees like i wore bigger earrings like i wore and everyone like like looked at me as oh we have let's let's look at him like what's the, what's he gonna what's he gonna come to school with like next next week like what's he gonna what's he gonna do what's he gonna do and i just you know i just came to school like i wasn't really that i wouldn't say i was popular but i just came to school like and what i wanted to wear i really i didn't have that many friends like um, I has people that I hung around with, but I have people that I hang around with and that I will call friends, but I never hung out with anyone outside of high school. Mm-hmm. I just went to high school, talked to my friends, you know, wore what I wanted to wear. People were like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, let me get you on my Snap. That's when Snap was cool. Or yeah. like, let me, get you on your, <laughs> let me get you on your story. Like, ah, let me get you on your story. Like, and I and I really I didn't even have social media back then. Like, I didn't even have social media. Like, I couldn't post any of my outfits. I just showed up to school, wore what I wanted to wear, and went home. I know you're not in school now, but um, I went to a private school, so I never got to show off my outfits in high school. Mm, so sucks. now going to college, I literally use school as like a runway half the time, and I put in my mm. headphones. And I'll play some like mm-hmm. literal like catwalk music, and I like don't look at anyone and yes, just pretend I'm like yes. a model. Just, yes, <laughs> yes. That's how it be like. You just pump on some. For me, it was Nicki Minaj. You pump on some <laughs> some Nicki Minaj. You just strut. People will look at you like you can you can, you see that corner of the eye. Like you'll see them looking at you. Corner. You just walk to your class. Like no, yeah. I also always put my headphones like all the way up so everyone around me can yes, hear what like, I'm listening to, and I just like <laughs> pretend I don't notice. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we love that. We love that so much. How would you describe your own personal style, and how, has it changed over the years from uh, when you were in high school to now? I feel like my personal style would be masculine with a with a touch a sprinkle of femininity. Like right now, a hoodie jacket you would say this is masculine, but then I have on pearls. I have on my mother's bracelets. I have on like I have a a pearl ch- a pearl chain under this. Like I've always. Every outfit that I do, I don't care if it's dressed up or dressed down, it has to be a mesh between masculinity and femininity. I feel like that's my that's my barrier. That's my that's my line. It's your when philosophy it when it comes to personal, yeah. your own personal style. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm like similar in a way because like I definitely dress more like masculine than like other girls. Definitely not in mm-hmm. every single outfit, but like I 
definitely kind of like go for that too like sometimes half the outfits i wear it's like literally it could be from my brother's closet but right it's just like so it's just like so nice to like pull off those things and like not care about right. it and just, just like yeah, rub do it something in people's that, faces yeah do something that the other girls can't do like yeah. you know a lot of girls can't pull off the masculine look and when i do i just look nice you know yeah has yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has it your personal style has it always been that way or has it kind of I feel had like its, its own timeline i feel like it's always been that way i feel like I feel like one time in my life during high school, I tried to change it because I got not many, but I got like two or three negative feedbacks and I tried to change it and it just wouldn't work. I said, I look disgusting. Why am I wearing these, these, these slacks and this button up shirt? And it just looks so (laughs) dead and plain. I need to, I need to throw some color in here. I need to throw some, 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 some cuteness, some yeah. some femininity, some color, some something more. I just don't like the the straight masculine look. It doesn't fit me. It doesn't fit my. Yeah. It doesn't fit my mold at all. So now I think that's I've always been like that. Yeah, I don't think it it ever changed. Huh, that's interesting. What I've noticed when I'm like out shopping is that the the women's section always has so much more stuff, and then the mm-hmm. men's section is like button up khakis and then like just brown yeah. shoes and that's yeah. it because <laughs> i don't because they have women have more fluidity when it comes to fashion in general even in high fashion women have so many things that they can do with their bodies because men fit into this mold or a society wants them to fit into this mode of where they can only wear one thing on one silhouette and one color women have this entire spectrum that they can jump from and feel comfortable. But me, I just I just jump from one side to the other and the other to this side and just jump here and jump back and like, you know. There's no boundaries for you. There's it's no just, boundaries You just kind of go wherever. I go wherever. That's cool. I wish I could do that. I don't know if I'm confident enough to pull off pearls yet, but <laughs> I feel like I'll, I'll get that one day. <laughs> You'll get that one day. you get that one day. Does your own personal style ever come into the, the styling you do for other people, or is, is that two separate uh, philosophies? I feel like it does sometimes, but then you, you, as a stylist, you still have to put other people's thoughts into consideration. That's what I was just going to ask because I am such a type of person to just like, I like the way this right, looks. Right, I like this. Like, put put them, it on, put it yeah, on. Like, this looks cute. Put them, I really put them in that. Like, that looks better. Mm-hmm. Like, please just listen to me. And they're like, that's not what we're right, looking not for. What I'm, I'm like, yeah. are you sure? <laughs> like, trust me, please. <laughs> trust me. But no, like, you have to take other people's, like, other people's thoughts into consideration. Not everyone would want to pull off a feminine look. Not everyone would want to paint their nails. Not everyone would want to wear big hoop earrings. Not everyone would want to wear like these things that I would do. So not people not a lot of people are comfortable to do that. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine that they don't. So you just have to know your aesthetic but also but also, you know, take theirs aesthetic as well and just mesh the two and then make a a perfect little outfit what's the hardest part about styling in your opinion that is just that, that. Okay. literally that like <laughs> it's so hard because i because the way my brain works i want to do so many things on people and i would do this and i would do that and 
but they wouldn't they wouldn't and it's kind of hard so i'm like oh my goodness you would look so good in this just please listen to me and they're like no i would you know i really would do this so i would do that i would i would i would do what they want but i would ease a little bit of me in there you know i would mm. i would push just a little just a little bit of me just a little just a little sprinkle a yeah. little crumb of a me sprinkle, in there yeah <laughs> yeah just a, little, just a little sprinkle in there just to just to you know make them see that you could do more you could be more yeah, yeah. if you could so, wear one designer for the rest of your life what would it be sorry grace if i could work if i could work one for designer. designer no oh well yeah yeah if you could work for any designer what would it be i would work for kirby though Pure Moss. I would work for Pure Moss. I, oh my goodness. That's very tasteful. I feel like because I feel Pure like Pure Moss. I know. I was gonna say I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. No, like I'm. Pure Moss is the. If I make it to Pure Moss, then I could die. I could. I, I My life has been fulfilled. Pure Moss. Their whole aesthetic, the way they take, the way they take modern, modern, looks and make it make it so warm and make it so inviting make it so so beautiful the way they the way their gowns just flow the wear the way the the cuts on the males like their suits their tailoring is just so it's so so buttery i don't i don't know how to explain it it's just so <laughs> it's so it's so tasteful i love i love everything about their creative direction i would i would do anything to work there i would do anything to work there I've never even heard of Pierre Moss. Look them up. Pierre Moss is amazing. Pierre Moss yeah, is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's so different from everything else that you see from like, uh, just like the big designers like Gucci, Balenciaga, Hedy Simon, all them. Yeah, this is awesome. There's so many, so many colors and so many different. So many colors. This, like, this lady's holding a violin down the runway. Right, like you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't think of things like that. You wouldn't see things like that. I think they did their first couture, couture show this year. And there was a lot of controversy about that, but I loved it. What was the controversy? Because because the show was so avant-garde and it was almost costumey, people didn't take the vision behind that into consideration. They didn't take they didn't the take it as story. like high yeah. end. They would they didn't take it as high end. They would think, oh, what is that? That's she's wearing a peanut butter jar. What is that? But <laughs> the story behind it was that a black man invented peanut butter. The story behind it was a black man invented the refrigerator. That was the story behind it. That was the creative direction behind that. They wanted to show you that black people are here and we're not going anywhere. That we invented those things. And you're just going to have to look at it. I can kind of see how it would be costing me, but at the same time, the message behind it is really cool. So I don't really have a the problem The message behind it, it is 100%. very powerful. I didn't even know that was the story behind it. That's awesome. It's very powerful, and I love the way they take every story and make it a part of their fashion. Yeah, like something you wouldn't think like peanut butter, a peanut butter jar would be like that mm-hmm. meaningful, but they like made yeah, it that way. They did, and I love that they did that. Yeah, like, I, they did a fire hydrant. They did. They did. Um, There's a stoplight. Mm-hmm. The stoplight. They did. They did a fire escape. They did ice cream. Yeah, and people, like, I guess whatever said, whatever they said about that, but, like, at least the way I see high-end fashion, especially the runway shows, like, the point of it is to make people think and, like, make people uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, just, like, 
obviously it's not something everyone would wear but like it's like mm. created from something and there's like a story and like it's here for a reason kind of thing i think people forget that fashion is art and mm-hmm. the essence 100%. of art is to make you feel something and mm-hmm. if you don't feel anything then what's the purpose of making it though if yeah. you, going to you, going to a runway show is like going mm-hmm. to like an art an art gallery yeah. it's like yeah. it's like me as a stylist if i make you feel something then i've done my job if mm-hmm. i make if i if i made you think just a smidge out of what you would normally think i've done my job and i think that is exactly what any art artist any creative person would want in whatever field that they're in like when you listen to an artist when you feel something that's art when you when you look at a painting and you're like oh my god that's so emotional that's art mm-hmm. when you put on a jacket and you feel like oh, i look good in this that's art like people really i think people really forget that fashion is art yeah i also think that that runway shows are are definitely kind of designed to not only bring uh, emotion and feeling to people but also to push the boundaries of fashion and and mm-hmm. see how far we can go and kind of invent their own kind of or trail base a little bit yeah. um while still remaining and having that like kind of emotional mm-hmm. uh, aspect of it and i think especially for people who like are outside the fashion world and they look at high fashion they're like what mm-hmm. what the hell is like but right, they don't know it is is they don't know what it is <laughs> it is it's crazy but it's 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 kind of like we know about it like the people that matter yeah. know about it like we know the story behind this we know we know that this means that and we know that this story portrays into what kind of shoes that she has on and mm-hmm. we understand the ties in between and people outside of that don't get it and that's perfectly fine you're, yeah. you're just you're just not a part of the party and it's okay yeah it's okay they don't know if you know you know <laughs> I also think there's some designers that are definitely kind of going in the complete opposite direction. Like, mm-hmm. um, one person I have a huge bone to pick with is Virgil Abloh, and I mm-hmm. do not enjoy anything that he does. Um, just because I think he's kind of straying away from that, what we just talked about. Like, there's no, um, there's nothing like to it. There's just like, mm-hmm. okay, here's a brand. There's no like zest. Celebrity. There's yeah, no, there's, exactly. It's yeah. not, it's not bringing any emotion to anyone, it's not giving anyone emotion. It's literally like if I could make like I like could make clothes sometimes like I can literally like make it look exactly like that. Like obviously it's not the same like materials and stuff, but it doesn't it's not like you can like buy a rip off so easily just because mm-hmm. it's so like plain. I feel like because big brands like that, they they think because they're selling their brand. Basically, when they make their clothes, they're selling their brand. People are going mm-hmm. to buy it regardless. If it's just if it's just a plain black suit, people are going to buy it because it's Gucci. Like they don't put any zest in it because they know that people are still going to buy it. They look more towards the numbers than the creativity now. Yeah. Like Yeah, and that's the point yeah. where you like lose what it's supposed to be about. Yeah, but the real essence of fashion and the real design of fashion, the real spirit of fashion comes from the small designers because we're not looking for money. Well, we're looking for money, but we're not we're, we're not making clothes 
because for people, for, for people. Like we're making clothes because it's us it's our it's our it's our thoughts it's our emotions it's our stories where we is where we came from and we put that into our fashion and that's what makes us us and then the big brands start to take our designs mm-hmm. that's always what happens that's always what happens that is always what happens it, it happens every day and the small designers can't speak up because they don't have a voice I think with TikTok, that's, like, changed a little bit, though, because I remember this, like, one specific instance. I saw this guy that, like, made clothes or something. He made this, like, sick sweatshirt for Kanye West and, like, gave it to him. And then Kanye, like, ripped off his idea and started, like, selling it. Mm -hmm. But, like, because of, like, TikTok, he was able to be, like, Mm -hmm. that, like, he, like, gave proof and everything and was Mm -hmm. able to, like, prove it. So, like, in that, like, specifically TikTok, like, I've seen a lot of stuff, like, Mm -hmm exposing that more but like i it's hard to say that it will ever stop yeah let's not forget about diet prada diet prada <laughs> she's a good girl she's a good <laughs> diet prada is a cute girl she speaks up for the girls she speaks she speaks up for us you know she speaks up for the small people that don't really have a voice but a lot of people don't like diet prada but it's okay i think uh, what diet prada does is it's it's a net good with a little bit of negative because i mean again she's speaking up for uh smaller brands getting their creativity stolen by big brands but at the same time it's like a little bit of gatekeeping yeah mm-hmm. and they're kind of like using that as their content like, mm-hmm. we, like re- we rely yeah we rely on you to get messed over by by big designers for our content like if yeah. you don't, if the big designers did not steal your designs, then it's like where like is they be our, done? They be yeah, yeah, they'll be done. But I mean, that's always going to happen. So I don't think they would run out of any content anytime soon. So let's let's get into the uh, the story and deco show because I really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. What was your philosophy as a stylist working for that show or for for story? Okay, so this is my first ever runway show. Oh, yeah, it is. And it was, yeah, it was crazy. Like, I feel like during high school when when I had a little bit of experience between, you know, the styling the play and the hustle and bustle of that, it really gave me some footwork doing this show. But there was a lot of things that I've, that I couldn't, you know, get from styling a play like in the runway show like behind the scenes there's little small details that you have to Mm -hmm. get because the camera will pick it up like strings that you have to clip lint that you would have to roll off like on on a play the audience is like Mm -hmm. five yards out six seven yards out they're not going to see the little lint that's there you don't have to roll that out like the little string that's on your shoe that you don't have to roll that out they're not going to see that but on a runway, everything has to be precise. The The garment has to fall on her body perfectly. It has to trail behind her. Like, it has to, like, it has to be perfect because the cameras will pick that up. So it was a lot of, you know, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do this. I have to, I have to you know, make this look neat. I have to make this look straight. I have to make this, you know, clip that, make it look tight, make it, you know, make it bulge out, make it flared up. But while doing it fast while doing it quickly while you know because we had on the show we had um some models that were walking for deco and that were walking for stoey 
So in between that 15 minute intermission, I had to be precise in what the girls were wearing, but speed it up. Like, and Stoey, I love her so much, but she was like, okay, you have to hurry up, James. You have to hurry up. Like, you get this. Yeah. Like, she, I love her so much, but she was like, you have to get this. You have to get that. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Da, 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 da. Let me roll, let me let me roll you a little real quick. Like, here, come here. Spread your arms. Let me, let me roll you. Let me clip that. Let me clip that. Like, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot, but I needed it. Just a very stressful 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but I needed it. Like, I needed to experience that if mm-hmm. I was going to pursue more into this industry i needed to get that experience if i was going to do what i wanted to do as a stylist yeah so mm-hmm. it was was that the hardest part just like running around doing everything yeah i feel like that was the hardest part of my job but i liked it <laughs> i liked it the the running like you know being stressed out about what shoes is she gonna wear like i have to clean these shoes like being stressed out about i have to make sure she gets this garment on time but Cause she has to be on the walk on two in two minutes like mm-hmm. that it was it was fun it was a rush it was a high almost yeah i liked it so <clears throat> what kind of like preparation goes in beforehand in the shows okay so before the show i woke up at eight had to be at the studio at 10 so we did some prepping outside to make you know the area outside look nice and neat you know Make make it look fun. Make it look cute. Make oh, it that look... setup the setup outside was like insane. We did a I very know. good job. I was just gonna say it did look really nice. The lightings were so amazing. I didn't get I didn't get to see much of it because I was inside most of the time after we set up. Mm. But yeah, I liked the it. fire in the middle of it. Yes, was really and that was a last minute decision. Stoey was like, "Hmm, what we, what should we do with that that fire? It needs to be in there." So she just so me and her moved the fireplace in the middle. And it just it was perfect. She did good. Yeah, I think it it, it fit, uh, um, especially Stoy's mm-hmm. uh, collection very well. Especially with the music yes. and like the kind of almost all black collection. It was it, it fit yeah, very, very well. Yeah, <laughs> especially with the Black Widow collection, it made it way more like intense yeah. and like fiery. like very very dark and very mysterious and mm-hmm. underground yeah. and grunge. Yeah, like you like feel like you're like somewhere else yes yes i love that she did that it was so perfect it was so perfect i cried because it was my it was it was so emotional getting here it was so emotional getting here like to the thoughts of i mean any creative any to the the thoughts of am i doing enough to the thoughts of i'm never going to get there like i'm never going to be as big as this person like i'm never going to be like what i want to experience i'm never gonna do what i want to in life but that that final walk when i walked through the house and i saw my mother i just burst out in tears i just burst out in tears because she knows the struggle she she knows the struggle (laughs) that i went to after i graduated high school and that period because i graduated high school in the midst of covid and so many of my plans that i was going to do canceled like fell through yeah and it just it became a very dark place for me like i've i've slipped into a depression i feel like i mean it it wasn't diagnosed but i feel like i was in a depressed in the depressive state for a good minute and it was really it was really hard for me to get out of that and my mom referenced me to one of her co-workers and that co-worker 
um, surprisingly, was Stowe's wife. And she said, you know what, just come up to the studio. We'll check you out. Let's see what you got. And I did my shit, and now I'm here. That's so nice. I would have literally never, I would have never guessed it was, like, your first show either. Even just, like, yeah, the outfit you were wearing, but, like, how good the show was, I would have never guessed that the, it was your first I one. literally had two seconds to put on that outfit because Stowe was like, you need to be out here because the final walk is about to happen in two minutes. You need to go, you need to put on that outfit because at the last minute, I'm still getting the model straight before they walk out. And she's like, Stoey, Stoey is like, you need to get in that dressing room right now, put on your outfit and let's get out here. So I'm in the dressing room, putting on my, buttoning up, like my, my, my button up, stuffing it, stuffing it into my pants, putting my belt on, putting up my slacks, like putting my jacket on, buttoning it up, making sure there's no lint, making sure there's no strings, like making it look perfect. And I mean... I came out and I looked and nice. And you did. I did. I yeah. nice. So I feel like Stoy was just yelling at you the entire show. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's going to hear this. She's going to be like, no, that wasn't me. No. <laughs> but no, she wasn't yelling at me the entire show. Like, it was very, it was, it was, it was needed. It was needed. It was, it was needed. What's the word? It was needed command. It was like, her voice was like, you need to do this. Make sure this is nice, okay? Make sure you get this quickly. Do that quickly. Like, you need to do this. You need to know these things. If you need to be a stylist in this industry, if you need to be a runway stylist, you need to make sure these things happen quickly. You need to make sure these are precise. Like, she's a very articulate woman, and I love her for that. And I love her for allowing me to be a part of her creativity. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. By the way, Stoy, if you're if you're listening to this story, I that was a joke. I'm I know you weren't yelling at James. <laughs> Please come on the show. <laughs> no, y'all needs to get her next. Y'all needs to get her next. She's a character. What do you think is one article of clothing that everyone should own, no matter what season it is, no matter who you are, it doesn't matter. You have to own this piece of clothing. Mm, jewelry. Jewelry? You need jewelry. Everyone needs jewelry because you could wear a plain white tee, but with jewelry, it, it's something. With jewelry, it, it looks luxurious. With jewelry, it looks, it looks elevated. You could have on like the plainest, the plainest slacks, but with, you know, a hip chain or like, you know, it would look like you put some thought into it. You could you could wear anything, but with jewelry, it's amazing. So I feel like jewelry is something that everyone should need. Everyone should get any specific kind of jewelry, or just or just jewelry in general. Jewelry in general, it could be bracelets, um, necklaces, rings. Yeah, any kind of jewelry. Do you have any recommendations for jewelry? Because I'm looking for some new jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like well, I'm really big into like stacked chains right now. So, stack chains, yeah. I feel like, yeah. Everyone needs some stack chains right now. I, I'm really into that. Um, just layering some chains on. I'm really into silver right now. I was into gold like a few months ago, but I'm like, gold is such an everybody color. I need to put some That's silver true. on. I also feel like when it gets colder, silver looks better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love silver now. Stoey likes gold and black together, but silver and black, 
I argue. Silver and black is, is so powerful. Silver and black I is am, so good. I'm such a I like wear all gold, but um my nose ring is silver, so sometimes it like peeves me out, so I'll like have to do silver jewelry. Yes, I have I'm my just septum like, is silver right now. So yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm just like afraid to change this by myself, so I just like refuse to touch it. So I changed all of my um jewelry to silver and I was wearing this like a leather dress that like zipped up and it had a silver um a silver uh zipper and then i had this red ring on and do you know those little like jacquemus bags like the mini purses that are so you tiny have a okay it's a ripoff <laughs> my, my, my friend oh, wait wait my friend my friend got me got us like matching ones from like etsy but like it looks real and i listen, was just like i'll go listen. with it i'll go with it till someone asks right like listen to each his own no, yeah. So it was that, and like it matched the red ring, and I I've never felt like more powerful. Like if I could wear that to like mm-hmm. class, I would. But you know, we love, so. love silver jewelry. <laughs> silver jewelry is the best. Yeah, it is definitely. I don't have enough though. Like I don't have. Uh, I never have silver rings to match my silver jewelry. So that's something more, I need to. I need more silver rings. Okay, so the night before the show. I'm packing up all of my stuff last minute, putting it putting it in my garment bag, and I'm like, "Where's my silver rings? I cannot step out the house without my silver rings right now. Where's my silver rings? Mm-hmm. I'm flipping my bed upside down. My room looks like a tornado <laughs> threw up in it. I'm trying to find my silver. I cannot find my silver rings. Like I only have one right now. Oh, you still can't find rings. them. That's so. I sad. still cannot find them. Someone stole my silver rings. A modern tragedy. <laughs> a modern tragedy. <laughs> yes. The world is burning, but where is my silver rings? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that wraps it up. Where can the people find you on social media? Calypso's my online personality, if you know me. Calypso's face, that's my Instagram. But when you see my art, that's Calypso. When you see, oh, that's that, who styled that? Calypso did it. In person, you can call me James, you know, that's James. Hey, James, hi. But when you see my creativity, that's Calypso. That's it's like your entity. alter ego, but it's yeah. not like, that's but it's like your entity. actual yes. self anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calypso. Calypso's coming. Calypso's it's a good Calypso's name. Coming. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you can find me at Calypso's face on Instagram, um, at Calypso's face on Twitter. How do you spell that? C A L Y P S O S. In face, F A C E. So, Calypso's face on Instagram, on Twitter, and uh, coming to a runway near you. You can also follow the show on Instagram at FitCheckPod. We're going to be posting behind the scenes content, fit pics, and a mood board to go along with every episode every single Friday. Our producers and editors is Joshua Teckel and Sydney Daigle, and this podcast is a production from the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Find out more about Garnet Media Podcasts and other student work at garnetmedia.org.